Mixer RX 93.1 presents All Out. Your daily morning pick me up. All Out hits, All Out celebrity Here interviews, All Out sports, and showbiz news. Like the go lights like two seconds before I know you're gonna signal me because <laughs> I don't know if you're just delayed. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're buffering, but anyway, I'm hi, forever buffering, Carla. everybody on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitch. Happy Friday, everybody. Are you guys ready? I am. I'm ready to cry. I'm Rico, sipping coffee. Yes, to awaken. I'm ready to get emotional. The emotions <laughs> of life. Why? In intimate collaboration. We are, you know, this is, if they say that the first time is always great. But the second time is always the best, and this time around. I mean, this is how this is how you fall in love. You know, people they're good to you. Like, I mean, if you really think about it, it's a great time to be alive. You know, whether you're with your parents singing a song, if you know somebody named Emily. I mean, if you're dreaming of a Brooklyn boy, or you're trying to reach for the stars. This couple right here, they're so talented. Like these two artists are so talented, and I know in my heart, monsters. That their music is the music that you're going to play on loop in your room as you cry yourself to sleep or as you wake up cry. Or if you're feeling good and you just want to chill, these are the people that you will turn to do this kind of music, Rico. Ladies and gentlemen. I know I'm right. To provide the soundtrack to your life, give it up. They are from, I don't know if they're from the same state now where they're at or they're in two different <laughs> locations. But we got, of course, returning back to the show, we got Jeremy Zucker and Chelsea Cutler. Hey. Hey. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. It's so cool to have you both here today. I mean, before anything else, how have you guys been? How has the past two months of 2021 been treating you both? We're good. Thank you for asking. Past so, been slightly better than than 2020, but not that much better. <laughs> yeah, I think we can all agree. Yeah. It's a little Groundhog Day-ish still, but I mean, guys, you're starting 2021 on a great, great note. And your fans are super thankful because after the year we've had, this is the kind of music we need. So congratulations. Let's talk. Let's get right into it. Mm-hmm. Brett, too. I mean, how does it feel? How does it feel to have it out? How does it feel that people are going to be like, oh my God, guys, finally, music from the two of them. It's been two years since the first EP. So was there like a need? Did you both like have a Zoom call and agree like, listen, we have to drop new music. We have to drop a new EP because the people need it. And we need it. This is our public service, you know, (laughs) to the general public. How did it come about? I don't know what happened that we always knew that we were going to do it again, but oh my mm-hmm. God, the screen, screen just got really big. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Good morning. I don't know how we decided that we were going to like go right into it and do it at that moment. I think it was definitely like pandemic fueled um, mm-hmm. because we didn't have that. We were probably sick of writing on our own and we didn't have that much else to do. But um, yeah, really glad that it happened when it did. How about you, Chelsea? Yeah, I think that this has been a particularly slow year for putting out music. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think there was not much else to do but write. And um, it was never really a conversation that we were going to do it. It just happened. It was kind of, you know, like Jeremy says, it's an unspoken, like, understanding that it was just going to happen again. Mm Just so it ask, happens. Where are you guys okay, calling us from? Wh- wh- which locations? Are you guys in the same city, in the same state? 
We're in New yeah. York. Oh, wow. Oh it's snowing. And it's 11 p.m. Thank it's you snowing. so much for joining It's us. snowing there right now, right? It's snowing pretty much, right? Yeah. Aw, so you guys are keeping warm and cozy. Okay, so it was a natural process, you know? It was an unspoken thing that I feel like you guys always knew you were going to make music together again anyway. But was there sort of like this hidden maybe pressure or, you know, like little standard that you set for yourselves because the first EP did so well and your fans really went crazy for it. So, I mean, you know, when you launch, when you release music that is so well-loved, is there like a little pressure like, oh man, we got to make it as good or better when we release new music? Was there a pressure for the second EP? Definitely. That was pretty much our thought process going into it. It was like, this <laughs> yeah. has to be as good or better. <laughs> oh my God. And do you think that helped when you guys started writing the music? Like, okay, because we have like, you know, a certain standard to, to surpass this is how we're going to do it. Were you guys very meticulous about the songs that you were writing? Like, would you exchange, like, go back and forth? Like, okay, this is good. Maybe we could change this. Can you walk us through that songwriting process? Because I'm really interested to find out how it was. Because you were doing this during the pandemic. So it's not like it was a normal situation to begin with, right? I, I think that the project is better not because of the pressure at all, really. Um, because the moment that we kind of tried to take the pressure off ourselves and just let go is when the best came from us. But I think the fact that the, the project is better is just simply a result of Jeremy and I both growing and improving as artists over the past year and a half. Um, and I think that Jeremy in particular really stepped it up with his production. Um, and he really he's really kind of grown um, and like elevated himself to a new level as a producer which is very impressive and, and I think on both fronts you know we're just more mature lyricists and artists than we were working on the first Brent project and you know for Jeremy look at you <laughs> <laughs> he's blushing now that's, like, so, that's so pure <laughs> right I mean, were there any, when you guys stepped back in the studio for this one, you know, returning, were, were there any emotions that you picked up from the previous? Or it's more of like, all right, let's scrap all of these emotions from the first one. Let's start with this brand of emotion, this type of emotion for this one. It was very much a continuation. Um, mm -hmm. I think we looked at Brent One and acknowledged all the things that were amazing about it and then acknowledged all the things that we could have done better um mm -hmm. we don't regret anything with brent one um but there are a couple of things where we're like you know what if, if we were to do this again we would do this part way better and we would do this part way better and we knew exactly what we were doing when we sat down to start making the project and a lot of that a lot of the things that i thought needed improvement were on the production end mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. we just really really put in the time to make it sonically deeper make it like I mean the songwriting is also just so much more direct mm. um, I don't know it just came together really nice we're really proud of it <laughs> you should be because it's actually a really really great EP like I mean I think your fans expected nothing mm. more like nothing less than like the best from the two of you but we you know guys oh hey it's, it's really good and I really really like the song specifically I mean this is how you fall in love I think we can all agree that's the one that's on loop in my room just like oh 
better times, thinking of better times. I mean, how did you guys stay inspired or mm-hmm. get inspired creatively to make this? Because, you know, the pandemic has really been a struggle for a lot of people. I think people who never realized that, you know, mental health was a real thing or they never mm-hmm. ever struggled with their mental health started struggling with it in 2020 i mean how did you guys as artists decide like okay we're gonna do this project we're gonna make these songs and we're gonna make them great because that must be really hard especially for creatives when you know you look at the news and it's the same thing over and over again or it's worse right or you're locked in your house so how did the two of you as artists stay inspired and creative to create this ep yeah it was it was definitely really hard it's been a simultaneously really stressful year and also very mundane year Mm -hmm. like we said Groundhog's Day it's kind of um, obviously being on lockdown is pretty repetitive so I think I think a huge part of why we were able to draw inspiration from something was the fact that we left New York City and we were able to kind of take ourselves out of our general routine and put ourselves you know, like, I, I feel like a Sims character where you're, like, we're dropped, like, taken out of New York <laughs> and dropped into, uh, into upstate New York City and, or upstate New York State, rather, um, with this cabin. And I think just having a, a real change of scenery and a real change of pace was really inspirational for us and, like, super necessary. How about for you, Jeremy? Same? <laughs> yeah, pretty much the same. Um, but also, I think a lot of artists at the beginning of the lockdown went through this I think almost immediate lack of inspiration and mm-hmm. huge adjustment for all of us and you know everybody was super depressed and it's just yeah. hard to be creative when you look around in the world and like the world feels like it's falling apart like it feels like yeah. there are more important things to think about and worry about like the health and safety of yourself and your family and friends um, but a couple months into it, I think as everyone starts to sort of get used to it slowly, um, I think artists like learned to find out what other things they can they can draw inspiration from and like mm. different habits that can make you like more at peace these days. And um, I've definitely done like a lot of soul searching, and it really forced me to take a long hard look at myself and think, what do I really want? What do I really want to do? How do, I, how do I want to live my life and start like making decisions that would get me there and just generally the, the more happy you are the easier it is to be creative I mean were, were there things that you were watching Jeremy were there like inspirationals that you were watching motivational were you watching a lot of Kevin Hart or were you guys watching <laughs> <laughs> no it was definitely just like um, I mean I think like a, a good amount of it is therapy um, but I don't know like definitely talking to my parents um, about stuff like I definitely hit a sort of sort of a rock bottom at a certain point and I was like I can't fucking live like this anymore oops sorry if I cursed <laughs> fudging he said fudging uh, it's okay yeah fudging <laughs> um, but you know a lot of it is just introspection and like ta- like getting advice from friends and mm. stuff and yeah just just work I it's think work. that's why your music both of you it's so touching it's because you guys really put a personal touch into the music that you write and the songs that you write and you draw it from your own lives and I think that's what makes it so relatable and I think that's why your fans love the music because it's so uniquely you 
but they can relate to it and it's so uniquely them. I don't know if I'm making sense, you know? It's the whole, no, it's, it's personal, but it's universal it's and I think honest. that's why the fans were really excited, especially for, for the songs. Rico, I think it's time really quickly before we let them go. Let's have some all-out questions. Yeah. We have this thing on the show <laughs> where we ask you the most random questions. Before, you know, we talk about the music again. So, Rico, your favorite question. Y'all hey. making money now. <laughs> Y'all got a lot. You know, you have hit records. You got millions <laughs> and millions of followers. You're collecting the checks. What was the biggest purchase that you've made with the money that you have earned as superstars? <laughs> Chelsea can come first here. <laughs> I, feel like Chelsea, I feel icky answering this. Um, but my car, I think. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. That's not icky. We've had guests who are like, I bought a G-Wagon. Yeah. So we knew it was like, I bought a G-Wagon. I mean, I, I definitely didn't buy a G-Wagon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a car is practical. That's not icky She got a Maybach. I mean, if y'all don't know, she got you're going to use that. <laughs> How about you, Jeremy? Um, I really don't spend a lot of my money. Um, but one thing that I did buy that I felt really good about was I bought a piano um, and I thought about that as like a business expense that wasn't even like for me but it's really nice to have a real piano it's a work expense so is the car Chelsea I mean you're gonna need that yeah to drive I don't know if the IRS is gonna is gonna let me write that one <laughs> <laughs> okay now we all know the pandemic has brought about probably a weird quirky side in each of us whether it's what we're watching what we're listening to what we're eating what are some of the funniest or weirdest things that you did during quarantine especially early 2020 that you can share were you binge watching tiger king like everyone yeah. else were you googling like the best banana bread recipe like what are some of the most memorable lockdown memories that you guys have that you can share um <laughs> i don't know this it's not really weird but this summer because we were in lockdown and my family was like all in one place for so long um we decided to get like a little boat because we live on the water mm -hmm. um and i lived with my parents this summer just so we were like all in a quarantined pod um and again like not a weird thing really at all but um just like a really it was just like a really like blessing in disguise to be able to have all that time with my parents and get to spend so much time on the water with them this summer that's so sweet how about you jeremy tiger king i mean <laughs> thing that comes to mind is it's really freezing here mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and me and my roommates would bundle up walk down into town and get a beer just mm -hmm. to sort of like feel normal and we would just be sitting oh. outside like wrapped up like shivering like <laughs> drinking our beer that's um, so cute yeah oh. You guys are so real, which is what I really enjoy. We wish we could have more time with both of you. Last question, last two questions. What do you want fans and new fans to take away from Brent 2? Like, if they were to listen to it, what do you? what is the message or the feeling that you just want them to take away from this beautiful EP? I want them to feel comforted and I want them to feel safe with the EP because... I just think it, it has this feeling of like warmth and familiarity and that's the thing that, that I value the most when I listen to music. It's like what makes me feel good, what makes me feel safe, what makes me feel like myself and I really hope that the music can do that for other people. 
Ooh, I love that. Chelsea, that do you want to invite everyone to listen to Brent 2? Invite all of the Filipino fans to stream it, request for it, go. What, wait, what, sh so what should I say? <laughs> Anything you want, invite them. Like, hey guys, it's like, What's you know, up? this is the best EP out there, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Check us out. Check out our new EP, Brent 2. Um, we hope it feels like a cozy, warm hug, and we love you guys. I got a final question, Carla, for the both of them. Go. This is how you fall in love, guys. Can you answer it? How do you fall <laughs> in love? I have no idea. Chelsea knows. <laughs> uh, lots of bravery and vulnerability. Oh, there you go, Rico. They're, they're being coy about it. Thank you guys so much for joining Thank you guys. us. Thank Congratulations. You. I mean, we can't wait for even more new music from the two of you. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. For Jeremy's up at Chelsea Cutler. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Bye bye. There you go, Carla. We oh. traveled this time around from from yesterday. We were in California. Today we're in New York City. Yeah, That's what it's they all were about. so cool. Yeah. Very chill. I mean, when you're that talented, you you really are just a chill person. Like, I, I, listen, I, I, I'm gonna let my music speak for itself. But hopefully, you monsters enjoyed that. The EP is out. Brent, too, you can request for it over here on the monster. This is how you fall in love. I mean, come on, the hauntingly beautiful voices of Jeremy Zucker and Chelsea Butler. Yes, please. I forgot yes. to I forgot to ask uh, why he's rocking a mullet. You know what I mean? Because he has hey. a mullet. I was saying that. Because he's a because he's a cool kid. Dude, so I that's mean, what we love. when they join us again next time, you can ask them. Yeah, but though. there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. But you know, on Facebook Live, on Twitch, and on YouTube, you are watching us. Share this for those who are trying to figure out how to fall in love. And this is that perfect song. Till then, she is Carla Aguas. Rico Robles Live. On air, let's play that track. Here's Jeremy Zucker and Chelsea Cutler. This is how you fall in love here in the Monster. <laughs>